Hey, what's going up, guys? Wow. What's going on, guys? It's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, we're back. Hey, everybody out there. It's Senior over here, Paul Senior. And welcome to Senior and Junior Sports Podcast. So we do have a lot to talk about. Um, because we missed, what, like, what, three weeks maybe? Yeah, probably three weeks, close to a month. Yeah, three weeks, about four. Um, a reason for that, it wasn't – it was uh, definitely unexpected. Um the old man over here contracted COVID, and you know me being uh, junior and all, I got to take care of the old guy. So, um, in in my valiant effort of trying to take care of him, I contracted COVID. So we were in quarantine together. Um, definitely don't want to do it again. Thank God we're okay. Yeah. This 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 uh, illness, whatever we call it. I you know I thought Joe Biden got rid of it, uh, but apparently. You know, I think I contracted it from Paulie. It's just that my my system has developed a little bit f- faster, so I got it too. So I don't know what he's talking about that I gave it to him, but whatever. Tomato, tomato. We both contracted the coronavirus, and uh, we were pretty. I was pretty. I was pretty banged up. You know, with the uh, we both were with the virus. Paulie lost his taste, and uh, but we're back. You know, so let's. God. God bless. We're we're officially back, running. That's going to be the title of the episode. We are back. Episodes airing every Friday, now available on Spotify. Um, so with that being said, let's jump right into it. Speaking of jump, it's a great transition into the NBA. Uh, we're in the home stretch now. Uh, it's, it's really upsetting that it's coming to an end. Uh, I got to say, basketball is turning into one of my favorite sports. Um now the playing tor- the playing tournament. A lot of people are not a fan of it, from what I've been hearing. A lot of my friends. I don't know how you feel about it. I I actually like it. I like it. I like it. Why not? It gives it gives the nine and ten seed a chance to you know upset how much, the teams. How how much difference is there between the nine, ten, and eight? Really, not much. So if if a ten can come in there and take this eight speed and lose to the one, I'm okay with it. Well, it's a seven, eight, and nine. Okay. The seven seed is in the plan too, which the seven seed in the Eastern Conference right now is Miami. Miami scares me a little bit. Um, I think they could really mix it up in the playoffs if they make it out of the tournament. You know, they got special talent on that team, especially young talent, and you have a veteran leader in Jimmy Buckets. Um, you know, Eastern Conference, a lot of people are saying it's going to be a wash. I really don't believe that. I think it's going to be just as hard as coming out of the West with LeBron. And yeah, everybody, everybody loves Brooklyn. Everybody's on Brooklyn. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I haven't really – I don't think they've played a game where they're all together, right? No, no. Uh, so we'll see. It takes time to gel. And you know what? The two teams, my two surprise teams coming out of the East, Miami Heat and uh, my, my New York listeners are going to love this one. The New York Knicks, the Knicks where, where are the What are the Knicks seeded? The Knicks are currently the seventh seed. Or no, they might be the sixth. They might, they're the sixth. I think they're the sixth, Paul. Uh, yeah, the Knicks, I mean, look, they play great team defense, right? You got, you know, you got a, a couple savvy veterans. I mean, Julius Randle's been all over the league. Uh, you got 
D Rose, you know, as long as he doesn't tear his knee, you know, he's going to give you something. They got a lot of good guards. Barrett is playing well. Yeah, JT Barrett's really coming into his own. Yeah. RJ? Uh, yeah, R. Sorry, I don't know where my mind's going, but RJ Barrett. Um, they got that surprising. You got they got r- good rookies and Emmanuel quickly. Obi Toppin. No, Obi Toppin is bozo. No, I you know I like Obi Toppin. I don't I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that because he's from New York. Uh, he's a hometown hero and, and for the Knicks. So who who did they pass over? They passed over Tyler or Tyrese Halliburton for Obi Toppin. Tyrese Halliburton's making a run for rookie of the year. Same thing with Ant. Well, you know, I think Anthony Edwards kind of has that on lock uh, with Lamelo spraining his wrist and all. But Lamelo's coming back. I think he's yeah, back. he's gonna he's gonna come back and finish the season. Which which is good because the Hornets, I believe, are the ninth. That's great for the Hornets. Yeah, no, they they need him. Yeah, they need him. And Terry that's what I'm really- saying. The nice seed, you know, you get Lamelo back. Now you have. So what is it? You got the Hornets playing good ball. You, you got, got scary Terry who who. You know, he turns into Scary Terry in the playoffs. He killed the Sixers two years ago. This kid LaMelo is no joke, man. We said it on – I said it on the last podcast. I know you're not a big fan of LaMelo, but uh, I really like this kid. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, even with the Heat, too, you know, like I was telling you, Jimmy Buckets, he's an elite two-way player. Uh, young talent and Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Kendrick Nunn. And you have a veteran presence in Goran Dragic. And that new addition, uh, Victor Oladipo, which we didn't have the chance to talk about. So who's so? Let's let's go over the starting team for the Heat last year that made it to the finals. Uh, I don't really count that though. But but no no let's 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 go over that starting team. Butler, Hero, Adebayo, Dragic, and the guy that's in Phoenix right now. What's his name? Crowder. There, Crowder. Crowder. Right. So who's better, Crowder or Oladipo? I'll take Oladipo all day. Uh, I take him every day and twice on Sunday. So. The Heat is, you know, they're, they're a contender, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would absolutely say so. I mean, granted, the bubble was a little odd. They're, they're putting an asterisk on LeBron's ring right there. They're calling it the Mickey Mouse ring in the sports world. But um, I, still, the, the Heat, to be able to make it that far, you know, who would they beat? They beat the Celtics with Jason Tatum. One of the best blocks that I've ever seen. Was uh, I was in Atlantic, I was in Atlantic City on that uh, in that game. Um, we were sitting at the high stakes uh, blackjack table, and uh, I wa- I was watching the game, and and I think I had out of bio on some prop bets that hit for me. But I saw that block, and I was like, that's that's one of the best blocks that I've ever seen in basketball in a whole. Tatum went up for the dunk. He had a dunk. Tatum is not a slouch. Dude, Adebayo was played played like a beast in that series. Yeah, just uh, full discretion. We do dabble in gambling from time to time. Um, and then, like we were talking about, the Knicks stout defensive team. Tibbs got Thibodeau's got that team playing great. Coach, great. I, I told, I said that in the last podcast. I like the Knicks. He's playing. He's he's having them play some great basketball. They, their team ranks third in the NBA on um, in team defense. That's their defensive rating. Uh, the emergence of Julius Randle. D Rose, granted he doesn't get injured, which I think he's been on a stretch where he hasn't been hurt. And yeah, I I I, don't know, I, I would watch D Rose. D Rose in the playoffs, man, I, I like it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I I don't, I'm not a big Knicks fan. I don't like the Knicks at all, really. Um, I come from an era where they got Oakley and, and uh, Patrick Ewing, They're saying Anthony Mason, and 
all them guys. You think that was the last time they made the playoffs? They're man. saying this Knicks team resembles that defense back in you know the nineties. The they resemble almost to a T. Charlie Ward. Only problem is, you know, they don't really have that experience in the playoffs. Some of them do. Some of them do. But majority of the team lacks it. They're a young They're team. A young team. Yeah. Um, team. Switching it over to the other side, you know, the Western Conference. Um, as far as the playing tournament goes, I don't really see the Mavericks making that big of an impact. They Luca's been playing terrible basketball. I don't know how he's in the MVP like talk right now. He's he's shooting horrendously. Um, I could really see the Warriors making a push. I really could. Steph Curry's playing out of his mind. So we watched it. We watched the the Warriors Sixers game, and I tell you, Steph is the MVP. He's my dark horse for MVP right now. Steph is is putting up forty a game the last week or so, week and a half, and uh, you know the, the kid just just throws the ball up there, man. I, you know, I'm not a big fan. I, I you know I got to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the the Golden State Warriors, the way they play basketball. Um, I'm not a big fan of just chunking that ball up, but I tell you, it's amazing to watch. Now, with the emergence of these shooters, Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry, um, definitely forgetting some out there, but those are the two main ones. Clay Thompson, how can I forget about Clay? He's hurt. Kevin Durant, James Harden. Do you think there should be a four-point line? In the nah, 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 nah. I, I'm not a big fan of the three-point line. Um you know, a three-point line, I, look, I like it. It gives you a shot. But a four-point line, nah, we can't do that. Where, where, where would the four-point line be? The logo? No, it would be a little little, little past the logo. So, like, on on the opposition side of the court, a little bit past the logo. I, I want to say at the NBA logo, not the team logo. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's a good look. Really? No. Uh, I, I, you know, so so if you so you get a you get a guy like Steph Curry that just dribbles up and shoots. Where where is the skill? Where is the game? Where is the the thinking part of this game? I you, you're making it seem like he's just he's just a one trick horse. This guy's got a lot of stuff in his offensive arsenal. He can he can go down low, finish with a with a layup, euros. He's he's a great basketball player and arguably the best shooter of all time. Actually, I don't even think it's an argument at this point with the stretch he's putting together. I think he is the greatest shooter of all time. And I'm not saying that because I'm young. I don't know. Reggie Miller was a great shooter too. It just was a different type of basketball back then. I guess you can make that point. I mean, you can make the argument for Ray Allen. Ray Allen, yeah. Ray Allen was a great shooter. Well, I've, I've, I, I would, I, I watch highlights because I'm not, I don't got as many years of experience as a uh, senior over here. But uh, Steph is just doing things that. They couldn't even think about doing shooting from half court with the confidence he has. That guy walks around like he's the BSD. For the listeners that don't know what BSD is, he's the big swinging dick of that court. Yeah, Steph. Steph is a, he's a great player, man. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, if he could just get some help, you know. I mean, I thought I thought this Kelly Obre or Ubre or whatever the hell you call it, and I, Andrew Wiggins. Well, Wiggins has always been, you know, kind of a you know, he's going to get you 20 points and, you know, he's going to get you four rebounds, a couple assists, but he's not a winner. He's not a winner. Kelly Oubre, Tsunami Poppy, is that what they call him, I think? I don't know his nickname. Um, but I thought, you know, 
I liked him in Phoenix. I thought going to Golden State, he would have more of an opportunity to kind of take on, you know, some more of a role. And it just didn't – it's not translating. And and you know what? The thing with the with the Warriors, their bigs are nothing special. You would have think they would hit with James Wiseman. He was, he was you know, big talk in the draft. The guy is, you know, from what I've read, has a basketball IQ of a peanut. I don't know what his IQ is, Paul. I, I don't know if that's fair. Uh, I know he he's got some a really great mentor in, in Draymond, Draymond Green. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's got some IQ. That guy can play all the positions on the floor. Draymond is a basketball player. I like Draymond. Um, he's a great defender too. Great defender. He play he, he plays the game. He, he's got that. He's just got that throwback game to him, and, and I really like the way he plays ball. Um, so don't count Wiseman out. It's his first year. Remember, they're coming off of, of the COVID season, right? And, uh, but Wiseman has some, some, he's got skills. You, you don't get picked that high in the draft. Because yeah, you're no, I, I'm saying he hasn't lived up to his draft pick now. No, no, not if you're year. that early in the draft, you need to be, you need to be making an impact now. Look at, I mean, oh, well. Really, can't really say look at Anthony Edwards. He got drafted into a, a team that's in a rebuild stage, which I think the Timberwolves have always been in a rebuild stage. Let's yeah. be real. Um, but LaMelo Ball, he's making an instant impact on the court. Right. And, no, that's, that's a fair statement, but I wouldn't count him out. You know, you got – No, I'm not saying count him out. I'm so just, the other the other MVP front runner was drafted and didn't play, right? He didn't play his first year. Yeah, Embiid. He uh, what? He had the the broken the foot, foot, the foot issue. Broken foot, and he got Simmons drafted number one, and he didn't play for two years. I think it was. Was it two years? Yeah, yeah. So somehow won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> that was that was the whole thing. Donovan Mitchell was pissed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, keeping it in the West, though, I want to bring it up to the number two seed. Um, they're actually playing right now, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, speaking of the Suns, Chris Paul. Past Magic Johnson and all-time assists. Um, he's currently standing at 10,145, and he's going to keep counting because he's still playing. Does he live up to the nickname, the point god? Is he the, is he the real point god? I'll tell you one thing about Chris Paul. How does he go from team to team? This guy, wherever he goes, he makes his team better. I would be curious to see... A stat, a stat where Chris Paul, before Chris Paul and after Chris Paul. So BCP, ACP, because this guy went to Phoenix and, and you know, single-handedly, I mean, the, the, what's, what's different about the team? Yeah, nothing. You lose Kelly Oubre, who, was, who played, like you said, played well in I Phoenix. I liked him. You have Dario Saric. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a role player. Yeah. You have uh, – DeAndre Ayton, he's he's an emerging center. He's no, nah, I don't think he's an emerging he's, center. He's he's serviceable. He's a good center, but I think he's he's reached his peak. You think so? Yeah, I he's mean, still young. He was another high draft pick that you know he looks like he's about fifty years old out there. Playing. Yeah, he, he looks like a man child. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you have Devin Booker, who's an offensive stud. Yeah, um, and in the bubble, they were what seven and zero. And then they lost in the last game to get them in the playoffs. I mean, this was a team knocking on the doorstep of the playoffs. Chris Paul comes in. And now they're, and in now two they're the two seed. 
if if any if you need to take most valuable into consideration, forget about the stats. Forget about the stats. Chris Paul brings so much value to every team he goes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I that's what I, that's what I'm saying. You, you got to have a stat before Chris Paul and after Chris Paul. I want to. I would like to see the plus amount of wins. He's he's a great teammate. I mean, you think about what happened in Houston. Him and Harden not really getting along, not really gelling. I, you 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 then you look at him in Oklahoma City. And he takes that team to the playoffs. Where are they now? I don't know. They, they're, they're playing. They're playing with G League players. But guess what? They're still probably double the wins of Minnesota. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And they have a lot of draft picks. Oklahoma City they have a lot of draft picks. Yeah, you got to You got to You're not going to draft all those players. No, 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 no. You use that. You know, it's it's capital. It's draft capital. And you want to go out and you want to trade. Blah 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 blah. Get some good picks. You know, draft some good picks and then trade them out for for some star players to help mentor these young guys up. Yeah, just watch out for Oklahoma City in the next four. To yeah, five years. I like I like that Lou Dort. I like him. Great, great defense. Great player. defender. I like the other point guard they have, the Theo Maladon. He's good. And don't forget about SGA, Shy Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, I mean he can't stay healthy, but he, he's good. When he's player. healthy, he's good. Yeah, but you know what I always say: the best ability is availability. I say that. I, I know. I know. So I don't. That's why I don't really like talking about injured players because that brings them down. Is that why you don't like talking about Kevin Durant? Yo, Durant's a beast, bro. I don't know what they're doing with Durant. I don't think he's hurt. No, I think they're, they're saving, saving him for the playoffs. Why? But, are he, yo, he's robbing the Nets. He's robbing. The oh, Nets. he's stealing money. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Of Same course. thing with Kyrie Irving. But you know what? Kevin Durant is the type of player that you put him out in the playoffs. He doesn't need to play. No, he's automatic. He comes out hot. He's automatic. Yeah. The only the only guy on that be- team. One of the best basketball players in this generation. I know everybody loves LeBron. And you know what? LeBron is a hell of a player. Plays just about every game. Don't take nothing away from him. But Kevin Durant is the dude. He's a seven footer. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever I don't think you've ever seen a seven footer with those handles and that shooting no. ability. It's unheard. He's a unicorn. That's what they call Chris Stapps Porzingis because he's, what, 7'6 and can shoot? But, dude. Yeah, but he still Chris, looks like a baby giraffe. Yeah. Chris Stapps Porzingis, he's, uh, he's soft compared to KD. So somebody put a, a, a picture of Kevin Durant on, on uh, I don't know, Instagram or something. as Oh, Sterling, Shannon Sharp. Oh, they got some kind of beef going on. I, I'm not too sure. I know he has some beef with um, uh, Michael Rappaport. Oh, that guy's a bozo. Yeah, Michael Rappaport's an idiot. And then now he's going. Now we have a bunch of college kids DMing Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport takes screenshots, send it, sends it to the dean of students at their schools to try what to get him expelled. Yeah, that guy's a chump. Yo, Michael Rappaport. If you're and he talks a big game. Exactly. Too. By the off chance you're listening, Michael Rappaport, you're you're soft, bro. Bitch, man. He's. He, I think he's welcome to come on the show, though. <laughs> like, I got a few questions for him if he's listening, Michael Rappaport. I did, you know, you you played the the what did you play in that movie? The the racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Oh man, I forget. But uh, yeah, I got a few questions for you, Michael Rappaport. Any anytime you would like to have a conversation, you're uh, welcome. I'll, I'll be de- DMing you. I won't be using any any absurd language, but um, just so I don't get reported to my dean of students. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're soft, man. You it, it comes it comes with the job. You're a celeb. You're a celebrity, a beat reporter, celebrity for 
whatever whatever league. No, he does. he's not. He's not a reporter. He's, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's do an actor. Thing. He doesn't do that thing anymore. He had like Brian Scalabrini get in his face. Brian Scalabrini is like, I'll fuck you up. Nah, he doesn't not, do that anymore. I don't think so. He's just a. He's you he would, would be courtside at these uh like these games for old heads. Yeah, I mean, uh, but just uh keeping it in the West again, the Nuggets. Lose Jamal Murray for the season out with an ACL. Do you see him making it out of the first round? I, got, I don't. I, I got no interest in the Nuggets. I'm not a big fan. Uh, Jokic is playing great basketball though. Yeah, Jokic is good. Jamal Murray is good. You know, they got. I just, I just don't like the Nuggets. I don't know. Do they make it in the first round? I think they're. I think they're a first round exit. Maybe, maybe. I mean, what are they? They're still the number one seed. No, God, no. How far have they dropped? I think they're down to the four. Yeah, four or five is that's always a good matchup. Ah, uh, yeah, Nuggets, Nuggets ain't got a shot. No, they're done in the first round. I will tell you what, when, so when I was in Atlantic City last year, same same, it was the same game, right? Because it was the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western, Western Conference. Conference. So um, the Lakers were winning by like sixteen in the fourth quarter, and I think it was plus like nine thousand ninety six hundred. For the Nuggets to win, and I put like I don't know twenty bucks on it or whatever, and um, it, I did it on the app on the DraftKings app. Shout out to DraftKings anyway, but I did it on the app. So they're coming back now, and DraftKings, what they do, they they'll cash you out, right? So I think I you know I I might have won, I might have. Won a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, because Nuggets started coming back. And it was like thirty seconds, and I, I don't know if they were up by one or or down by. I think they were up by one, you and that's when out. I cashed out. <laughs> and uh, your boy hit that three pointer. Oh, is Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis from the corner or not the, the corner? The, the elbow. unibrow. Yeah, the, the unibrow. I think you. I Great think shot. It now. Great that, shot. L.A. changed him. He shaved it. He changed his hairstyle. He's a different Anthony Davis. He's hurt a lot. Yeah, he's hurt. <laughs> Same thing with LeBron. Yeah. Um, just uh, switching it over from the NBA to the NFL now. Not too much going on here. I mean, the retirement of Edelman recently happened last week, and the argument goes, is Edelman a Hall of Famer? I personally don't believe so. I mean, if Wes Welker's not a Hall of Famer, neither is Edelman. Uh, if T.O. had to wait another year, because T.O.'s the first – First ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot, yeah. The fact that he got in on the second try. It's a travesty. It, it, it doesn't – and we're not saying that because we're biased towards the – I'm not favorite. even biased. I don't – you know what? Terrell Owens, how many seasons did he spend in Philadelphia? Two. Two, right. And he, yeah, he he's played. not an eagle. He's not an eagle. He was a 49er and a cowboy. He's a 49er. That's where he goes in. He wears a 49ers hat at the Shrine. He's a 49er. They're, they're saying he didn't get in because of his all-field antics, you know, the popcorn, the crunches. That was great. Yeah. No, Terrell, Terrell Owens is the same as Chad Ochocinco. All right? They do the same thing, the same antics, the same craziness. Yeah, but T.O. was a much better receiver. Right, right. And Ochocinco was good. Now, just to compare the stats, Edelman, 620 catches, 6,822 <coughs> yards, 36 touchdowns, three Super Bowl wins, and a Super Bowl MVP in 11 seasons, serving as Tom Brady's security blanket. He's a Edelman was a great receiver. He was he, not a great receiver. He was. He Those was, are the same stats as Jeremy Macklin. Uh, Jeremy, Mac, I'm telling you, I pull the stats up right now. Pull the stats up on the computer. Uh, Jeremy Macklin has the same career stats as as Edelman. Okay, 
Well, so what Edelman has, though, is the Super Bowls. He's got three and an MVP to top it off. So, yeah. So if you, if we want to say Super Bowl rings, get you MVPs. Got the guy, it's going to be mean, Eli Manning in. Eli Manning is – yeah, no, it did. But he's a quarterback. Yeah, I guess you can make that argument. But seriously, though, if Wes Welker, who has 903 receptions, so almost 300 more receptions than Edelman, 9,924 yards, almost 4,000 yards more than Edelman, and 50 touchdowns, which is 14 more than Edelman, if Edelman gets into the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is now bogus, just like the NBA. If Kenny the Jet Smith is in the Hall of Fame, and then Edelman, Edelman gets into the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is bogus. Doesn't mean anything anymore. So here we go. Here, here, here's his stats. Right, right I, I pulled it up for you. Five hundred and fourteen, six thousand eight hundred thirty-five, forty-nine touchdowns. Scott more touchdowns. Yeah, and um, how many years did he play? Macklin played eight. Uh, yeah, eight years. Five so, years in Philly, two in Kansas, one in Baltimore. So Edelman is not. Edelman was a good receiver. Not even a great receiver. I guess. I guess. I, I guess people deem him great because he was a part of that dynasty. So, uh, how many so, receivers so were, were part of that dynasty? So were, so were a lot of people, but Edelman was, you know, that that standout household name. Maybe, maybe the people in Boston call him great. Maybe I've been hanging around the wrong crowd. Yeah. So, how many Super Bowls do the Patriots have in that span? Six. Six. So he's part of half. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm pretty impressed by that. Not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Not a Hall of Famer. No way. Okay. If he, right. I'll tell you what. I've been wanting to go to the Hall of Fame. I want to take Patrick there. I want to take you there. I, I want to go to Canton myself. If Edel, if Julian Edelman makes the Hall of Fame, I will never go going. to the Hall of Fame. We're not going. I will never go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> is, is that why we're not going to the NBA Hall of Fame? Because Kenny the Jet's in there? The Kenny the Jet. Come on, man. Really? Kenny the Jet in the Hall of Fame? Why? Because he's an announcer? It's a travesty. It's not a population. It's not a pop, uh, popularity contest. Is that the word of the day? Travesty? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. You heard it here first. Word of the day, folks. Travesty. Yeah. It, and it makes me upset. And I don't think that Edelman deserves to even be in a conversation Look, about dude, Hall of Fame. If Edelman makes it into the Hall of Fame. I'm not going. So I won't even go to Ohio. I won't, I won't even go to Ohio if he makes the Hall of Fame. If, if he makes it in, so should Shady, man. Shady's got two Super Bowls, all-decade team, over 10,000 rushing yards, league leader in rushing. He's not a Hall of Famer either. No, he's not. I, I will I will gladly say McCoy is not a Hall of Famer. No, you got you to gotta have – I mean, you got you got to be a Hall of Famer. Like, a Hall of Famer is, is that dude, man. And Edelman was a good receiver. He played on a great team. He had the best quarterback in the history of, of man throwing on the ball. Yeah. Great system player. I mean, they, they used to slot. Look at so Wes Welker was was with the Patriots. I and mean he balled out. He, he played played excellent, man. It, it, Tom Brady doesn't need receivers, bro. No, no. I mean he had him in, in Tampa, and that just uh, dude, I, I got into an argument about two weeks ago with somebody. Uh, I think it was right after my quarantine. And he was saying that Tom Brady should not have won Super Bowl MVP this year. And I said, why? He's like, you got to give it to the defense. I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely uh, not. No, I mean, Tom Brady, Kansas City's defense is good. We, we, can, we can agree to that. Their defense is good. They're, they're all right. All right. Their defense is good. 
right. Kansas City was out two Great starting. Great defensive coordinator. The Kansas City Chiefs were out two defensive tackle. Uh, two no, two offensive tackles. All right, both their starting offensive tackles were out, and Patrick Mahomes is playing with turf toe, and there's no way he recovered from a concussion that fast. Do you see? You remember that? That hit? wasn't a concussion. You man. remember that hit? That was a. That wasn't a concussion. You think he was, think he was faking the funk? Yeah, I don't think so, yeah, man. Nah, come on, he got up. He didn't even get hit. He got up like he was like he was drunk. Nah, nah, man. He, that was bullshit. He snapped his neck, man. That was that was bad. That was a bad hit. Bullshit. And he puts up what thirty nine on them. Thirty nine on the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl with Andy Reid as a coach. That surprises you. <laughs> Come on. Okay. All right. We got some animosity towards Andy Reid coming going on. Nah, here right look, now. I love Andy Reid, man. He's a, he's a man after my own heart. I love Andy Reid. You know, he's had a lot of bad things happen to him. A lot of bad things with his kids, man. Yeah. He's, you know, but you know, that was a Philly, and are you surprised Andy Reid? He's, he's not. I mean, look. I Andy Reid's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Back into the Hall of Fame thing. Andy Reid's yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three Super Bowl appearances, one win. I mean, um, how many times has he been to the NFC Championship? Four. Yeah, more, more than that. He's been he's been there four with the Eagles. Four with the oh, he's a quarterbacks coach with the Packers. He was got a Super Bowl with the Packers. He, yeah, but he's a quarterbacks coach, man. Uh, that, he get he get a ring. All right, but that, the mascot gets a freaking ring. That's not contributing. Part of the team. That's not going to contribute to your Hall of Fame resume, dude. You got to be head coach. You man. don't think that that him. You don't think that him working under the tutelage of Mike Holmgren and working with Brett Favre contributed to him being a success as head coach. No, it, it definitely did. But so I'm how saying, does that not contribute what, to him being a Hall of Famer? I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you don't see offensive coordinators. Uh, quarterback coaches get into the Hall of Fame. No. Based on the strength of that, I'm saying, sure, that experience got him led, to where yeah. led him to where he needs to be. Right. right. But well, yeah, nobody's gonna go in as a quarterback's coach. We all know that. No, uh, he's a quarterback whisperer, man. See what he's done with Favre, McNabb, Michael Vick, Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. I like Andy Reid. Good guy. Alex Good guy. Smith? Just just a ter- just a terrible time manager. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible with the time. Two minute warning. Time out. Time out. Time yeah. out. Oh man. Yeah, no, he's a great coach. Great coach. Uh in other news, they're passing the jersey, the jersey thing that they that the Kansas City Chiefs proposed. Go figure. Um to allow skilled positions to wear numbers other than the traditional, you know, lineman numbers. So all numbers excluding a hundred. So they could wear one through forty nine. And eighty through eighty nine, love it. I I'm not a big fan, man. I, you know what though? I think that's because I'm just so used to, I'm just used to seeing running backs wearing numbers twenty through thirty nine, right, or forty nine or whatever. Uh, I, it, it's just something I'm used to. I'm not really embracing that change yet. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Was, love it. Let the let the guys get their numbers, man. What's the big deal? Think about the people. The NFL. The, look, the NFL is crazy. The man. no fun league. Let the guy – you know what? Give him a bone, man. Give him a bone. You're killing these guys, man. The average career of, of a NFL player is three years and some change. Let them have the damn number. Yeah, right? they, they're, they're killing their bodies. Let yeah. them have a number. That's why they call it the no fun league, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, Think about all these people buying these jerseys. Like, Let's say 
Saquon Barkley, for example. Let's say I were to buy a Saquon Barkley jersey, which full disclosure I would never do. I think I'd Well let's let's take it let's take it a step further where I'm trying to get my son a Christmas present. Oh you know, I'm looking all over for this Jalen Hurts jersey. Cause as he says, Jalen Hurts is a momentum guy. It's bullshit. And he is. He's a momentum guy. No, he's not. Out of the mouth of babes. My nine year old son at the time said that. So you know, it's true. Anyway, I get him a number two jersey. I go all over looking for this jersey, find the jersey, buy the jersey, and now he changes his number to number one. So, whatever. Got to get that American Express card with the jersey. With the jersey uh, oh, yeah, the jersey reimbursement. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Yeah. I, don't think, I think it only works if they get traded, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would have that would have helped a lot with my LaShawn McCoy jersey. I got I got a bad I got bad luck with jerseys. I got a Carson Wentz jersey two years later, traded to the Colts. I got a LaShawn McCoy jersey. Literally three months later, what was it? Three months later, gets traded for Kiko Alonso. Are you kidding me? Kiko Alonso and Byron Maxwell. Where are they now? Kiko- I'll tell you what, that that trade set us up. So Howie Roseman, I, I'm look. I hate him. I I, I hate him. I'm gonna speak my piece right now. Howie Roseman, I do not like you. Yeah, but he's a smart guy. He can't say he's not a smart guy. I'm not a big fan. I, I hate what he's doing. Um, I hate that we can't draft a receiver. I hate that stuff. But, look, that move that he did, that Kiko Alonso move. That set us up for the Super Bowl. It set us up to get Carson Wentz. You know, it really did. And, he, I, you know, I really think he's, he's making some works, trading back in the draft. You know, look, we got we'll get a first round pick next year. He's thinking about trading up. But listen, we get a first round pick from Indianapolis next year. We got the first round pick from Miami. We got our own first round pick. Three first round picks, right? Not one receiver. (laughs) Three first round picks, man. That's a lot of draft draft capital, man. And that that sets you up for the next four to five years, depending on what position you draft. Speaking of draft, coming up next Thursday, I know we are both very excited. Uh, God willing, I, I end up finding a camera. We're gonna, I'm going to try to live stream this. And obviously, we're going to be talking about it uh, come Friday. But I, I really do want to try to live stream this draft. Uh, yeah, start- we, should probably, we should probably put out a little bit. You know, we could talk about the draft. And maybe we can give the listeners a little preview. Maybe we can get something going this weekend and give the uh, – Give the listeners something a little, you know, maybe we can release it Wednesday just to kind of give them a preview of what we think about the draft. A little, little tease. Because I don't, uh, you know, here's a tease for me. I'm excited about the draft. I love the draft, man. I really do. We did um, last year. <laughs> you know, no, I did. I'd like, look. I seen Jalen Rager get drafted, and you were, you two, we both screamed. What? Yeah, but they. I think they made up for it. With the Hertz pick, I really don't think we're a quarterback factory. No, you're a quarterback. No, it's not. It's not that. But you're setting it up, man. You're setting it up. This this guy Howie Roseman already told Hertz he's not the guy. How how did he tell him by his moves, man? Ah, by by his moves, he got who did he get? Flacco? No, man. He's all these picks. All these picks, man. You don't get all these picks. Just okay. I'm gonna draft. This guy, I'm going to draft a receiver here, defensive lineman, offensive lineman. No. Why not? Why not? Realistically, how many times have you seen a team in the first round take 
take those two picks other than other than you know the shit teams like like the Browns used to be and the what Dolphins. are you talking about what do you mean when have you seen a team have two first round draft picks mm-hmm. and use both those picks to draft players other than the bad teams that you know they're good now so so how about this the Washington Redskins had the first pick and the second pick right when was this this was uh I don't know. They drafted Lavar Arrington, and oh, you're talking out out of my generation. Yeah, it, it, they got two good picks, but you know what? I'd rather take the picks because you know what? You get me three starters on rookie contracts. That means I can go out and get who I want. Yeah, the only thing, only thing screwing the Eagles right now. I, mean, I know we're a little, we're going towards our our roots. You know, we bleed green, but just talking about the Eagles and and their money situation, they're. Their cap is horrendous. That's what they got to do. They got to draft now. Yeah, and and we haven't hit on the draft in how long? Since Wentz, really? I mean, and, and Miles Sanders, I guess, in the second round. I mean, you know, let's see. More will be revealed. Yeah, um, on, on, in the oncoming seasons. I'm still waiting on Rager to show us something. Rager showed glimpses last year. I think he's going to be all right. But uh, that that's it for today. Thank thank you for uh, tuning in. Tune in next Friday to hear, you know, draft coverage. And obviously, we might have a little teaser in for you Wednesday. Uh, We have exciting news to look forward to. Something's always happening in the sports world. Be sure to give us a follow on our Instagram, which is Senior and Junior Sports. So it's the abbreviation. So SR and JR Sports. you have any parting words for our guests? Yeah, I just, you know, with, with everything that's going on in our world, I just want everybody to understand that, you know, sports really is is for me anyway, brings us together. You know, we come from all different backgrounds, all walks of life, and I can talk sports with anybody. And it, it it's, uh, I take solace in that. Mm-hmm. I really, ha- I, I really have love for everyone. And I just would like, you know, our listeners just to take that in mind. You know, you talk about sports, you're talking about, a thing that brings people together, you know, and and just love each other, man. All this stuff that's going on in our world, let's just have love for each other. Absolutely. I think that's a great note to uh, end on. And we've seen it firsthand, sports bringing camaraderie and people of all colors and creeds together. Um, it's just something that really meshes everyone into one giant, happy, melting pot community. All right. All right that's a so wrap. We'll- Talk to you guys next week. Tune in. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.